For those who aren't aware, the city of Elk Grove has entered the podcasting world. In their podcast, called Elk Grove CityCast, various department heads are interviewed about subjects of interest to Elk Grove residents. Their January 2024 edition interviews Elk Grove City Manager Jason Behrman. I'm Dan Gowardy. On this edition of Elk Grove News Podcasts, we'll distill that 43-minute interview down to two subjects that we suspect are the most interest to Elk Grove taxpayers and motorists, and we'll talk about one pressing issue facing the city that was not discussed. So let's get started. What is one common complaint for Elk Grove motorists? Traffic congestion. Here is what Mr. Behrman said about the long-awaited White Lock Parkway Highway 99 interchange. Um, the White Lock interchange that you mentioned is a very large project. It's um, over $100 million is the estimated cost. We're working on the design of it right now. Uh, the real reason for White Lock interchange is to pull traffic off of Elk Grove Boulevard. But if you are expecting smoother flow on Elk Grove Boulevard, don't get too excited. It's going to be a few more years. Because of that, I don't have a good time frame. But when that might be completed, my guess is it's probably a good five to ten years away um, from construction on that project. Behrman's second topic of interest is the city's most significant and expensive project, and that's the relocation of the Sacramento Zoo to Elk Grove. Here is the timeline for the zoo project that Behrman provided. In early February, we're planning a public meeting where the community will have an opportunity to review the document. We can receive feedback and answer any questions that the community might have about the project. Uh, Right now, we're expecting public hearings on the environmental document, as well as any other entitlements that are required um, to go before the planning commission in April and the city council in May. Um, And this will also include a plan of finance for the project, how we intend on on moving that project forward from a financial standpoint. In our discussions with people around town, there is a general ambivalence about the zoo. People really aren't excited as the city would lead you to believe. Most people say it's okay as long as the financial burden to build the $400 million project isn't an albatross hanging around their necks vis-a-vis higher property or sales taxes. Here's what Behrman said about the financing plan. We're trying to right-size it on a phase one project that will fit our our fundraising capacity, specifically the Zoological Society's fundraising capacity, as well as the capacity within the Sacramento region to help support a zoo um, in Elk Grove. And we also have to match that with the city's own financial resources and our ability to contribute financially to that project. So, so we're still working through all of that, but trying to right-size Let's dissect that a bit. First, he talks about the Zoological Society raising money. Does he really think they can raise hundreds of millions of dollars? And if so, from who? The Sacramento region has not one Fortune 500 company who might cough up tens of millions of dollars. Our regional industry is state government. Aside from the fact the state is facing a $60 billion plus budget shortfall, It's not likely, given all the pressures for affordable housing, homelessness, and public safety, the state 
will be a huge contributor, at least for the next several years. So that leaves us, in the words of Behrman, regional partners. Will Mayor Singh Allen try to convince cities like Folsom, Roseville, Citrus Heights, Rancho Cordova, Gault, and others to pay for the zoo? And how will they react? Or will the mayor try to get a regional sales tax that has been suggested by outgoing Mayor Daryl Steinberg? It's all very interesting. Just how will the estimated $400 million be raised? And let's not forget what Elk Grove City Council member Kevin Spee said about financing the zoo. My concern is for me to uh, be interested in continuing this in a further step, I'm going to need to see a significant portion of the, the uh, support come from private funds. I'm not interested in doing this on the back of Elk Grove taxpayers. So I'll, I'll leave that there. That's my warning signal for the future. And this brings us to the last topic. Here is another clip of Beerman describing Elk Grove. You know, one of the things we're proud of is our diversity. So we want to continue to build on our diversity and continue to be a, a city welcome to all. For all the cities talk about diversity, how welcoming is the city to people needing, say, supportive housing? Of course, the topic that was not discussed were the two fair housing lawsuits against Elk Grove. And we can't blame the city for not talking about it. Does Vallejo want to talk about their notorious police department? Or would Stockton like talking about their bankruptcy? Probably not. Why bring up a subject that negates your whole image as being inclusive? Seems the city is inclusive as long as you can pay the price of admission. For all others, tough luck. Thanks for listening, and we'll keep an eye on the city's future podcast in the coming months. Thank you.